How's it going, guys? Uh, Al and Max. Hello. Here at the castle uh, today. Um, this is this mic is so brilliantly designed. I've got to control your levels whilst not being able to see the dial. It's crazy. Hey. <laughs> How are you? Been a very, while? very good. Yeah, really, really been well. Um, up to all sorts of, of wonderful things. Yeah. And currently on holiday from work, which is always nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, congratulations back on the new job and stuff. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you. You get used to a new job and they're like, oh, by the way, uh, give you some time off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so today we're, we're sat, we're sat, we stood outside the castle, inside the Inner Bailey, uh, as promised. Um, Nigel Baker is doing the, the dig here on the, in the, uh, on, the, on the lawns by the old Victorian greenhouses. And we said we'd stop by and hopefully get a couple of uh, interviews and find out what they're finding. Um, what, what your Well, wish? currently, so much good stuff being uncovered, it seems. Um, just, I don't know. We stood like... In front of where the old Victorian greenhouses used to be, and you can see the steps coming up, and all these wonderful bits of what looks like white marble courts being yeah. uncovered yeah. to the one side, and then the guys meticulously going through everything and with great detail and, and passion. It seems. Uh, I mean, we can see we can see the bricks, we can see the steps, um, but I imagine to the mind of an archaeologist, which we'll find out in a second, that there's a lot more going on here than we can sure. see. We can see. Sure. Um, <laughs> the, I always find these things fascinating. I used to love Time Team as a kid. Absolutely, you, yeah, yeah. yeah. More old Baldrick. <laughs> it was it's fantastic. Yes. Uh, so I've never actually seen anything like this in person. So to actually watch this happening before our very eyes it's is quite a treat. It's exciting as well. Mm. It's, it's, tell- it's, you know, it's the town, isn't it? It's, it's the history. Yeah, it's I, great. Um, I did the the audio tour with 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 Nigel, um, mm. which you guys will be able to listen to very soon. But during that audio tour, he explained that. Uh, Shrewsbury Castle is, is a bit of a mystery because there's certain parts of it that they just can't tell what happened because this inner bailey bit here, here is just far too manicured to what be what looks like a military installation so this yeah. is why they want to go down uh, digging under the lawn and find out what's going on and hopefully we can get Nigel to speak to us I know he will I know he will come speak to us in a bit um, he's, <laughs> he's just looked at us now like oh here he is Shrewsbury Biscuit guy um <laughs> We're going to get uh, because these guys are working whilst everybody's watching. Um, it's it's a daunting thing, but at the same time, it must be exciting for them too, right? Mm, it's got to be. And finding like little things, and then you can see the guys asking questions with each other, having that that exchange, and being like, "Well, this is like that. That's like this." Mm. Going into further detail, and then from that, you know, uncovering more, and it's literally happening in front of our eyes. It's like finding parts of a jigsaw puzzle that you don't know yes. what it is. I love that analogy. Out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I, I, I really enjoyed this. We're, we're going to find someone uh, these guys to speak to. There's a over the, across from us as well. Is a finds tent where they clean the, the little finds and they, they find out what add context to what they found. Mm. We'll go and speak to them as well in a bit. Mm. Yeah, let's uh, let's, let's Scooby do this and then investigate yes. this mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Lovely. I'm going to give you this. You're used to this microphone. You've okay. used this well, microphone turn, before. Turn, let's switch it off there. Sorry. Oh, did you switch it off? Did you? Yes. Oh, looking after the, the batteries there. <laughs> I managed to find Nigel Baker. How's it going, sir? Are you good? It's going extremely well brilliantly couldn't be going it couldn't be going better yeah uh, you look like a pig in muck <laughs> uh, well gee thanks for that <laughs> you're in your element right this is what you wanted to be doing again um, yes and yep this is right where you said you were gonna dig you didn't lie um uh what have you found 
Uh, we found the Victorian greenhouse we were looking for. <laughs> and that might seem a pretty strange thing for a medieval archaeologist to be looking for, but there's a very good reason why we wanted to find this greenhouse. Because here we are, we're standing in the inner bailey of Shrewsbury Castle, just inside one of the curtain walls with its battlements. You know, on the western side of the castle, overlooking Castle Gates, we're a few metres inside the curtain wall, at the top of the big earth bank that runs up to the wall, which is the earth rampart, which is one of the defences of the inner bailey of the castle. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions we wanted to ask was, first of all, is this earth bank really kind of Norman from top to bottom? Is it really part of the defences of the castle that resisted the siege in 1069, which we've all read about? Or has it been re-landscaped? Is it actually composed of more recent material, at least on the top? And the second question is, uh, what's underneath it? That's the biggie. That's the big question. Yeah, that, and we can see what we can see right now is a, is a, is a, a brick cobbled sort of floor. How how do you get under something like that? Because that's obviously Victorian. That's that that's Victorian or Georgian. Yeah, we're looking at the uh, the bedding, the cement bedding for a quarry tile floor, um, uh, which was the base of a row of Victorian greenhouses, which mm-hmm. we knew were here dug into the slope. And our our idea has basically been to empty the rubble, filling the space between the greenhouse walls over the floor empty that fast and that will give us a quick way down into the guts as it were of the rampart so we can find out what the rampart is composed of and particularly what's underneath it yeah because last time we spoke you were saying that these gardens are far too manicured to be what looks like the inner bailey of a castle right so this is the what you're trying to find out is yeah, you know, how much of what we see is a product of landscape gardening by people like Thomas Telford in the 1780s, 1790, that sort of period, and, and subsequently, how much of it is real medieval, medieval fortification? Yeah. Um, is, there, is there anything that you've found so far that's made you go, oh my God, like, is it something that's really shocked you? Um, not in a good way. <laughs> I, I mean, the latest thing we found is a big pit that was dug by builders probably in 1925 when the, the castle building, the, what's now the museum, was turned into a meeting hall for the old borough council. Yes. Yeah. And the builders at the time, we reckon, dug the pit that you can see on the far side of the excavation, which is a bit messy, and it's covered in white material. Essentially, it was a lime mixing pit for making lime mortar, and when they filled it up, they broke up what looks like the contents of somebody's bathroom. So we've got all these bits of, like, huge porcelain vessel, uh, or vessels, plural, because some parts of it look like maybe a Belfast sink, yeah. or maybe it's been suggested a gents urinal, <laughs> and some bits of it are pretty certainly a toilet bowl. And I know archaeologists are supposed to be weirdly obsessed with drains and all things like that, but uh, it was a bit of a shock to find oneself... We're looking, looking for battlements, not Bed Bath & Beyond, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah exa- exactly that. I didn't particularly fancy rummaging around in, in, in the remains of a broken urinal of circa 1925, but there you go, you can't win them all. Yeah. Um, but basically that pit was cut through the remains of the greenhouse, which had already been demolished 
before the Borough Council took over in 1925. So what we're doing now is we're clearing the last of the rubble off the floor of the mid-Victorian greenhouse. We think it dates back to about 1850 or thereabouts. And we'll do the right thing, you know, we'll photograph it to death, we'll describe it in notes, it'll all be put on a plan, we'll be doing profiles of it. Um, but the really interesting stuff begins with Chapter 2 on Monday or Tuesday next week when we do what we've set out to do, which to rip the floor up or rip the bedding up to oh. find out what is underneath it. Is You're actually going to take that up? Yep, we're going to take it up. Wow. We're going to go what down. kind of age do you expect to find underneath that? Well... Uh, we know immediately underneath it there's another thick layer of soil which we've only seen about a square foot of, but it's got a brick sticking out of. So that's slightly disappointing in a way because it means that we're not going to get straight back to the medieval sure. of course. right under this old floor surface. You know, if it's got bricks in it, that means we're talking about in Shrewsbury 1500, 1600, 1700, that sort of period. Um, but it's interesting because what that means is that, well, we're about 80 centimetres, two foot six down, and all the ground we've been digging through is later than 1700, say. So already we've proved that a lot of this, this great earth bank here within the curtain wall is actually later than we'd supposed it to be. You know, it's been, the ground here has been raised, it's been reprofiled. So we've already got a keen one key answer you know to the series of questions which we asked so what we need to do is rip through the stuff under the floor with a brick sticking out see what's under that and if we really do make good and strike gold then we're on the spot i think to find the remains of the castle chapel of st michael wow and but, that's potentially up to 500 plus years old, right? Well, I mean, that's, we know the Castle Chapel of St Michael stood here throughout the life of the castle in the Middle Ages, but there are signs from the documents, it's recorded in Doomsday Book, for mm-hmm. instance. 1086, right? The, yeah, 1086, and if it was recorded in 1086, they might have built it the previous week, but most likely it had been here since the Anglo-Saxon period. Absolutely, and it would be a bit naive to think otherwise. Well, I mean, not everybody would think so. Some people think if it's recorded in 1086, then you know have, you have to think it was a new castle chapel, and it might be okay, that it was fair a enough. new castle chapel. Just for the chapel. sake of argument and for the sake of kind of self-explanatory reasons. Well, I mean, the thing is that we have already found evidence that the Anglo-Saxons were here on the side of the castle. You know, when we dug in the middle of the lawn last year, we found a pit containing two different kinds of Anglo-Saxon pottery. So we've already demonstrated that there was something going on here in the century before William the Conqueror and his guys arrived. That's incredible. Uh, So, you know, uh, one of the reasons we want to dig on this precise site is to try and find out more about exactly what was going on here. Absolutely, Time will tell. You know, come and see us again in a week's time. Completely. And we'll find, and you'll find out whether we've been successful. When does this uh, dig end? When was the last day? Well, the very last day is Friday the 18th, but we'll be filling the hole back up and reinstating those last two days. So the last day to come and see the dig and whatever results we've come up with is basically Wednesday 
the 16th of September. I think we're going to have to make a date. I think what we can do is we can we can chronicle these uh, mm. these little interviews and we can talk about what you're finding because um, uh, I imagine that the deeper you go, the more exciting it's going to get for you guys, right? Yeah, but the more technically difficult it I gets imagine, as well because yeah. you know, we have to be really careful, careful about health and safety, about making sure that the trench is stable at depth because we could end up, we probably will end up two metres below present ground level. And then, of course, there's all this COVID stuff. Absolutely. And we have to be really careful mm-hmm. as the area we're digging gets smaller. We have to make sure that our diggers are safe yes. uh, from that point of view as well. So I can imagine everything gets a lot softer as well, and you have to be a lot more careful, and that in time takes a lot more time. It does. I mean, here we are. You can hear the sound of picks and shovels in, in the Great background because we're fairly <laughs> confident that we're not more than you know, uh, sort of 100 years, 150 uh-huh. years into the past. But if we're getting back into, you know, the 12th, 13th, 14th century, we've got to be a bit careful. And, you know, there is always that risk where you've got a medieval chapel, you may have medieval skeletons as well. Sure. Oh, yes. And yes. then, you know, don't talk to me about the paperwork. <laughs> uh, but it will get, you know, really complicated administratively as well as archaeologically if we start to find dead people. I mean, that that would be a bad thing if, if for progress, but at the same time, the press, the coverage, oh, skeleton found in a very public dig, it would create a lot of interest, right? Yeah, but that means that I spend less time uh, actually digging and and more time, you know, to, talking to people who, who, who want to know. But that's, <laughs> yeah, but, but I know, that's, that's kind of why we're here. It's yeah. not just like three professional archaeologists in a hole satisfying their curiosity. This is a public exercise mm. and, you know, this is basically all being done by local people, you know, local volunteers and uh, students like these two young women here from University Centre Shrewsbury. So it is very much, you know, a shrewsbury operation and you know it's not our private property it's on, on council owned land yes. thank you Shropshire yes, Council for your forbearance you know thank you Shrewsbury people for coming to have a look and at us can I ask Nigel is it too late for people to get involved isn't there volunteering yeah I'm afraid sure. so okay. if, if we'd have had loads and loads of money uh, we could have opened a bigger hole but we're kind of resource starved not starved sure, but, but we've had a the way with archaeology though yeah i mean you know we've had a, a grant from the castle studies trust uh but it's just enough to give us a kind of minimal professional supervision uh and thing is the more you dig the more you have to analyze and write up afterwards so it'd be irresponsible of of us to open up the whole of the castle interior Absolutely. if we don't have the resources to process what comes out yes yes it's a very wise outlook i always enjoy chatting to you nigel we always have great conversations um we might we're going to pop by in a couple of days and find out what you guys have been doing we'll put all this together and we can do like a like a chronicle of these things together are we okay to go and have a look at the finds tent and speak to some of the archaeologists do that. yeah yep mm-hmm. i love you man uh, i hope you i hope you find what you're looking for thank you very much thank you thank you for your time Hi, it's Max. I'm with Terry here, who's cleaning up some bits from the uh, archaeological dig at the castle. Um, he's going to tell us a little bit about what it is he's doing. Well, what we've got at the moment is basically uh, bits of the Victorian and Edwardian uh, greenhouse uh, that was demolished about 100 years ago. Um, <clears throat> so the majority of the finds we have are basically uh, bits of lead and nails, which held the greenhouse together, little bits of uh, glass, <coughs> um, something that is probably... Wow. Uh, are you rhinal? But we're not quite sure about that. 
It all seems to be polishing up really well. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Um, we've also got bottles where obviously they took um, they took their lunch in with them and broke the bottle and decided to leave it somewhere. <laughs> we've got some interesting bones. Wow. Um, all animal bones, so there's no uh, there's no reason to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <clears throat> you know the modern ones. I absolutely remember these apocryphy bottles. I used to collect them as a child. Yeah. And go digging in my garden and have a huge collection. Really cool. So basically, that's that's what we're doing at the moment. We we spent a couple of hours this morning in the hole. <laughs> Very nice. <clears throat> um, so we we did our bit um, digging. See, got blister to prove it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> you, you you can't do the the nice job all the time. Mm. You know, you can't be in the hole looking for things. Of course. Somebody has to be. Everybody wants to do that. Everybody wants to do that. So we take turns each. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there situations that where you you think you've got like what looks like a lump of clay, something not interesting, and you take it to the, the fines bit here, you clean it, and you, it turns out to be something precious? Have you had that moment happen to you before? Uh, no. no. <laughs> personally. Not personally. <laughs> At the moment, you see, we're we're uh, just going through the Edwardian and the Victorian <coughs> era. Um, it's all quite we, surface level still. Yeah. So when we get below that, we'll be in the medieval level, and possibly down to the Anglo-Saxon level. Mm. Now that's the time we might get interesting stuff. Yeah, around the time of the Doomsday Book, as Nigel was saying. Around the times of the Doomsday that's Book. So cool. Yes. So so maybe we'll find a piece of mud, and we'll have a gold. Who knows? Coin in it, who knows? A medallion, perhaps. Yes. Absolutely. Or, or maybe we'll find nothing. Who knows? <laughs> well, that's that's part of the fun of archaeology in today. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. It's got to be, isn't it? Well, with a smile on your face. Well, it is. Even if you find nothing, you've actually proved something. Okay. Because people think there's something there. So if you dig a hole and find nothing, you've actually proved that there was nothing there. Mm -hmm. So what they thought was there was either never there or somewhere else yes so even if you dig a hole and find nothing you've still actually proven something and you're slowly building up the picture and you're slowly building up the picture yes it would be really nice if we could um, spend a lot longer digging here but uh, it's a scheduled ancient monument so it's we'll until the 18th isn't it it's still the 18th uh -huh. yes uh, although I think the dig we'll, we'll, we'll finish digging on the Thursday right and then it's a matter of recording and filling the hole back in otherwise the mm -hmm. gardeners will be a little bit uh, never allowed to come back <laughs> <laughs> yeah the gardeners will be a little bit upset with us if, uh, if, if that's the case yes thank you for talking i'm just going to come over to you judith and see if Hi, you Max. have found anything particularly wonderful today well i've enjoyed this syrup of figs oh, wow. container which proves to me that um, there was a lot of constipation in the Victorian <laughs> era. <laughs> it's something we all knew, isn't it? Their diet wasn't the best. No, I gather not. <laughs> but I also love these bits of clay pipe, which mm. you find in a lot of excavations. There's a bowl of clay pipe. Wow. Stems of clay pipe. I love it. It's so, so cool. Yes, it is, isn't and it? Would you eventually try and piece it all together and see if you have one whole clay I pipe? I don't from the think Victorian so, era? no. I no. think they're ten a penny, probably, sure, aren't sure, they? Sure, fair enough. No, yeah. it's a, a wiser out outlook than I would have. <laughs> More realistic, certainly. <laughs> yes, but it does give you, it, most of it's detritus, probably, but it just gives uh -huh. you such a great impression, doesn't it? Mm, it really does. So. And actually, how, how quite advanced they were. 
Mm. How much they did have all this metalwork and stuff looks so intricate. Yes, yeah, it does, doesn't mm. it? Beautifully made. Yes. A bit really rusty, is. but. Uh, well, but it's yeah, still relatively good condition, isn't yes, it? Like it's a, not it reminds bad, me of a Tate and Lyle golden syrup tin. It does, doesn't it? I think you might be right there. Oh, it's wow. This right shape and One size. One of the originals. Yes, but empty, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the icing on the cake, wouldn't it? Uh, literally. Yeah. Wow, so it's not just a fig syrup bottle, it's a California fig syrup bottle. Yeah. So that's come all the way from over the oceans. Well, allegedly. I mean, probably it's just some sort of quack medicine, isn't it? Well, I like to believe it came yeah. from California. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. It's San great. Francisco, yes, you're right. Mm. Yeah, it's from and California. So, so what happens to all these finds then once once you've finished excavating the site and all the rest of it and you've got, you know, a treasure trove of, of artefacts? It all gets catalogued. Right. Um, and then, I suppose, they, the museums fight over it. Is okay, anything sure. worth having? Well, the museums won't fight over this uh, section. But as we get down towards the Norman and the medieval um, bits, the things that we do find there, they will probably end up in, on show in the museum. That's where everybody starts yeah. wanting a bit, right? The, the rest of the stuff will be catalogued, uh, put in a box and stored in an archive somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh, the reason for that is because... In 10 or 20 or 30 years, somebody might come and have a different idea about what these things were used for. Mm. So therefore they can go back and look at it. Completely. And then they Very can... much like a computer archive. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's basically what will happen to it. Uh-huh. That's absolutely great. It'll be wonderful to see what, what you guys find throughout the, uh, throughout the excavation. Yes, can you come in there? Absolutely. I think we'll be back here on Tuesday. Excellent. Thank you so much for talking, guys. Thank you, Max. Thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Bye. I didn't think this through. I was like, these guys are stood in the hole. Uh, I can't stretch my arm to speak to them. <laughs> um, you guys are, are working on the dig at the castle. Do you want to introduce yourselves first before we start talking to you? Yes. Hello, I'm Zoe Arthurs. I'm a master's student at UCS studying sustainable heritage. And I'm Sarah Bratton, and likewise, I'm also studying sustainable heritage. What is sustainable heritage? I've never heard of that before. <laughs> you don't have to d- define the subject, but I mean, what is it you guys, is it just archaeology or is it just history or what is that? So, sustainable heritage um, is thinking about how we can look to the future of um, heritage. So, archaeological sites, um, how we can. Um, expose history and heritage to a broader audience I suppose and opening um, those opportunities for people to be passionate about it nice. um, yeah cool. and thinking about ways for heritage to be sustainable so how we can be greener in our activities learn from the past sort of thing yeah basically yeah, yeah. okay so um, wow we just want this is all fascinating, by the way, because well, I've seen Time Team when I was younger. I've seen that on TV. You probably hear that a lot of these these kind of digs. Um, but to see that actually happening in real life is just fantastic. Um, is this something you always thought you'd be doing when you were younger? Um, to be honest, no. It's something I got into sort of during my A levels, just by chance. I ended up on an archaeology course, and um, it kind of spiralled from there, really. Uh, somebody asked me the question: um, How do you you what? How does one become an archaeologist? Um, and I was like, well, I guess you need to like master in history and get degrees. Uh, you know, is, is that the case? Um, it's certainly one route into it, I'd yeah. say. But there's a lot of volunteers. There's a lot of people that haven't necessarily got an academic background that just enjoy learning about history and, and like digging. 
Oh, fantastic. Be sure to check out Yak, the Young Archaeologist Club. They have yeah. lots of volunteering opportunities and you can spend time with lots of um, experts who will be able to advise you as well it's, it just seems from the outside that it's such a, a hard thing to get into and it feels so like feels so daunting because i don't have qualifications within it but i am passionate um so yeah that's great to hear thank you i will certainly check out yak yak it's <laughs> <laughs> great is this the first time you've done a dig is this your first dig yeah this is my first ever day on my first ever dig <laughs> So and there's me shoving a microphone in your face. Oh, how's it going? Uh. Yeah, I am not a qualified archaeologist at all. I haven't even studied archaeology. I'm all history and heritage background. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this is part of it, though. We were just talking to Nigel, and when you do when you do things like this, it's very public. There's lots of people standing around watching you guys. Is that daunting for you, or is it actually quite nice that people are, are paying attention? It's lovely for me when we get kids over at the uh, washing station because I have children and. I love to engage them and bore them <laughs> with with um, information and they're like sponges and they can get hyped about most things so I really like speaking to people I don't find it too daunting I find it part of the that public engagement for me is part of what I love about heritage is mm. making it relatable to today and to the young people so yeah so this is day one for you uh, but, uh, you're, I take it you're finding things as you go along I can see it in a tray here you've got like a long lock here and some bone fragments and stuff the first thing you found was that a very, very much a oh my god moment or what was that like for you <laughs> it was like I found a boulder <laughs> and um, it's hard to know what's important and what's not important but um, we were on wasp station first first thing in the morning so we we were exposed to the finds from yesterday so we had all the exciting bits already laid out for us didn't we <laughs> but um yeah it's it's just trying to guess what's important and what's not yeah. important so are you here for the whole day or are you just here for a couple of days i'm just here for a few days and then i'll be here again next weekend yeah fantastic well thank you so much for chatting to me guys have you got any questions max um yeah i'd say um what is it that you you both are personally hoping to find or hoping that you might find from from this as a result um, if we could find something a little bit earlier than medieval, I think I, I'd be quite happy with that. That would be really nice. Just just anything from that age, really, yeah. Yeah, because um, at the moment, sat on this um, old greenhouse floor, <laughs> it's a bit of a, a, a blockage, really. As interesting as, as the Victorian stuff is, I mean, it'd be nice just to find something a little bit older. And that's what I was going to say, is that I, I'd be happy with that. Like, oh, my God this is really old this floor is well done <laughs> job's done let's go home but that's not what you're here to find is it you're here to find things that like you said of an older era yeah well we we hope to find something a bit older but um getting through the rest is part of the process and, yeah. and you can link uh, some of this into your uni work and all the rest of it yeah fingers great. crossed great. Great. <laughs> and the cv as well yeah Absolutely. and the CV, practical experience is always great yeah fantastic <laughs> yeah. good you guys are living in the moment. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Uh, and uh, good luck. Uh, I hope you find what you're looking for. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank Cheers. You um, so I'm, I'm meeting with, we're chatting with a guy now who is, I feel, at the, the business end of the trench. Seems to be lots of interesting things going where you're digging right now. We're doing all right. We're in a lime pit. A <laughs> <laughs> lime pit that seems to, seems to have... Um, what's left of broken up urinal at the yeah. bottom of it it's <laughs> um 
it's a beautiful moment. <laughs> First of all, can we introduce yourself? Because uh, we did speak very briefly at the Camera Beer Festival. We did, we did. Um, but the yeah. the audio we got was very unusable because I was drunk. I was like, yeah, we're the shoes we get you. It's exciting. It, it was, was good. It was good. <laughs> yeah. So that was last. That was on the dig last year. Yeah. So I'm um, Tim Jenkins. And I'm professor of kind of heritage and museology here at University Centre Shoes before University of Chester. Yes, so yes. yeah. Um, so we worked with Nigel last year on the dig um, looking for the, the original ditch to the mop and now we're over here um, on this, this kind of um, area of the site where we've had this Victorian glass house that we know is there it's on Ordnance Survey maps so we've worked out where it is we're in it which is great um, <laughs> but actually this is the bit we need to um, we need to get through now to get into the real interest in archaeology yeah because we were, we were discussing kind of like what do you do with this this big old Victorian floor you found? And Nigel's like, yeah, we're going to rip it up. And I was like, really? Yeah. Well, we'll take a nice picture first. Tidy yeah. it up. Good picture. Record it. But then just get down. And then, you know, with a bit of luck, we're into medieval. Somewhere here's a chapel that's, you know, scribbled on a burly map. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine be lovely. that chapel floor? Yeah, it'd be, wow. well, be wonderful. Yeah. You know, if we, if we kind of get, get down onto it. And then we can start to unlock a little bit of the history of the castle. Because castle's a listed building as a structure in its own right then everything that's in the castle grounds is a scheduled ancient monument so it's really incredibly well protected but there's been no archaeology here before which is bizarre isn't it well it, it's probably one of the most kind of best preserved Norman marcher castles that we've got you know it, it's it's a really important site but yeah. Shrewsbury being Shrewsbury you can't see it yeah, you know, unless yeah. you, you kind of you, you can't even see it from the train, really. You know, so you can only ever see it from the outskirts of town, from the suburbs. Whereas when you're in the town centre, everyone just wanders past. Yeah, you know, nobody so, looks up today. No, so if we can work it out uh, and kind of, you know, get into the the history and the, the chapter of of the early part of this um this structure, it'd be good for the town. Absolutely, yeah. you know, let everybody be proud of this wonderful like monument. Essentially, it changes the story of the town to some extent, right? Of course it does. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so if we can kind of work with that and um, and locate something that no one's come across before, it'd be absolutely outstanding. Yeah. Um, you guys are on your hands and knees. Uh, there's people sitting around watching. You guys gently scraping away things, I trying know. to look professional as possible. How is that for you, having people, I mean, people from the Shrewsbury <laughs> Biscuit showing microphones in your face? What are you doing? What's that you found? How is that for you? To be honest, it's what it's about, isn't it? Yeah. You know, this is our heritage. That's the key bit, you know. It's kind of so the more that we can share and get people interested and improve the intellectual and physical access to it yeah it's good it's good and it's nice isn't it during a, a lockdown to i mean we're having to work socially distanced as, as you can imagine so there's a, a lot um of thought that's had to go into it so i imagine it's, it's taken it. some working out but it's nice to see something happening isn't it? it's your second bite of the cherry <laughs> and, opportunity. Uh, we had nigel on the biscuit um uh, a couple of weeks ago and he was saying he was so excited because yeah. this is right if he could put a, a, a trench anywhere in his grounds this is right where it'd be right he's a uh, happy man he is a, <laughs> he's a very happy man <laughs> i said he's like a pig in my <laughs> 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 he is. Yeah, all, yeah, always, always. Very passionate about what you're doing. Yeah, Matt, over the moon. You know, if I can get a try and out, it's happy days, isn't it? Really, absolutely. Well, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to be coming back every couple of days. So we're going to chronicle this. Right, lovely. Um, so you're going to get used to our faces. No trouble. Um, can we um, see us? What we hope you, is. You got any questions quickly for um, we go? Well, 
I should probably have a lot more, but my, my main question is, are these, what are these bangles in here? Are they, do you know? They seem perfectly round. Do you know, Max? I don't know, but if you look, they're kind of concentric. They fit inside each other. There's a bit of a cork kind of cork band. So whether they're something to do with horticulture or boriculture, sure, you know, sure. sealing the top of a pot. Um, okay. But they're quite nice, but aren't they? Yeah, they're really quite nice. Quite nice. nice. Same. Fantastic. What's the most? Because um, I, I take it you've done this for a long time. I mean, how long? Yeah, have you for, been? for a bit. For a bit. I mean, yeah. I'm 40 now, so, so yeah, I've been scrapping around for a while. What's your crystal score? Your the, your, your most amazing find. The oh, most amazing find. To me, it's more like kind of the location, I suppose, than the individual artifacts. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of piecing it all together. Um, mm-hmm. But I spent quite a lot of time scrapping around finding old aircraft and things like that. Oh, so, then, yeah, yeah. So that was that was good. That was oh, good. fantastic. Um, but have I got a fave? Oh, any of it. Even that children. band there, <laughs> that broken bottle in that fine tray. I'd say it's probably the story as well, isn't it? Right? Yeah. That's, the... That's a bit. It's unpicking it all, you know, and, and finding an understanding and the context to it. That's yes. the key. Yes. And if you can do that, you've done your job. Fantastic. You've been great to talk to. Good to see you. Um, we will be coming back. All right. I would also like to invite you on the biscuit to do a feature episode because I think it'd be great to see you. Yeah, no, no worries, mate. I'd be, uh, be delighted. Fantastic. Cheers. Thank, Thank you. you very much, and that concludes our first day of coverage at Shrewsbury Castle. I want to say thank you to everybody that spoke to me and Max. It was real good, actually. I really enjoyed um, getting a look at a dig like that up up close. Uh, we, we do plan to go back. Um, I think it's going to be Thursday now um, before I go to the studio. Uh, so we'll check on their progress, and we were gonna we'll make like a sequel to that. We'll keep going. Um, I think it's fascinating. If you haven't been already, the public uh, are welcomed to to go and have a look at the castle and have a look what's going on. Um, I know there are new COVID restrictions coming at the end of the week. I don't know how how they'll deal with that, but at the same time, if you can get the opportunity to go, I, I would recommend it. It's fascinating. I would love to give you guys the opportunity to uh, check out our website. We are at www theshrewsburybiscuitpodcast.co.uk you can access all of our audio via our website if you're not into using iTunes, Spotify or Podbean Um, and through the website you can get in touch with us as well Um, if you have any suggestions for the show if you want to come on if you want to nominate someone to come on um, then we do welcome that Um, so make sure you check us out on the website thank you very much guys and we will catch you next time peace out